Welcome to another episode of the Confessions of a Recovering Landlord podcast, where you'll learn the secrets commercial landlords would prefer you not know. I'm your host, Jan Gibbons, along with my co-host and experienced commercial real estate broker, Bob Gibbons. That's me. Brought to you by Riata Commercial Realty, where we exclusively represent users of office and warehouse properties. Landlords have representation. Do you? You, sir, recently became an SIOR. And just so that I and all our listeners can be educated, it, is this a reoccurring thing or did you go to the doctor for it or was there a prescription involved, masking? It, no ointment needed. Clue in the blonde. <laughs> so SIOR is uh, an acronym that stands for Society of Industrial and Office Realtors. And that like in many industries, there are a ton of different professional designations that you can get, right? So SIR is one of those. I, I have others, uh, CCIM, um, CPM is one I had in the past. I've, I don't currently have that active. Uh, and there's a lot of other ones, but SIR for what we do uh, as brokers, tenant reps representing companies uh, with their leasing or purchasing of office and warehouse buildings, uh, it's really the best possible uh, designation that you can get. The uh, Grand Poobah. Uh, that's the one. And it's really because of what it takes to get it. It's it's much more difficult to get than pretty much anything else out there. So kind of clue us in as to what all had to be done. Hoops jumped through to acquire this designation. Well, so uh, the first thing is you have to, um, you have to have been in the business for five years or more. That's easy since I've been in thirty-eight. <laughs> in space, some people would say, "Well, why so long?" <laughs> um, so you have to be in the business a little while. Secondly, you have to take education, like you know, a lot of designations require that. Uh, so there's ethics courses and there's um, other courses you have to take. Fortunately for me, because I had the CCIM designation already, uh, there those. SIOR and CCM are both parts of the National Association of Realtors. Therefore, I was able to um, get some of my education to apply from the CCM to the SIOR. So that speed, sped it up a little bit. But the biggest thing is that you have to prove up your uh, production level over the last five years. So what that means is you have to go through every deal you've done over that period of time and the cumulative amount for the previous, um, well, three of the five previous years must exceed a certain amount. And, uh, and so, for example, in some markets that are small, like, you know, um, I don't know, I, I'm going to make up some because I don't know what it is in every market around the country, but maybe Des Moines, Iowa may only be 250,000 gross commissions generated and uh, Austin is 350,000, Houston is 400,000. Um, the, the highest in the country is New York City. And just my luck, the second highest is Dallas-Fort Worth. 
Yes, exactly. So <laughs> it's uh, it, I like it, that though in a way. I mean, there's well, panache. and they're actually talking about an increasing it significantly um, right now right. as well. So thank goodness I got it. Um, <laughs> but you have to you have to have exceeded those production um, quotas for three of the last five years, and and it's not calendar years. It's any month in which you you know are applying. Let's say I'm applying in the month of July, then it's July from the prior year to June of the current year. And so it's that rolling 12 months. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes people have to sort of wait until the magical, you know, dates or a combination of dates that gets them over that threshold uh, for the right number of uh, years past. Well, they're trying to count out Billy Bob and Weatherford that sold his uncle a you know, car wash or something that one big deal that, you know, qualified for everything. They're looking for that consistency. And also, isn't it segmented by product type? Uh, well, yeah, actually, uh, two things. Yes, it is segmented by product type. So it's either office or industrial, thus Society of Industrial and Office Realtors. <laughs> I uh, got so you, that. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you're a quick study. Uh, you can pick either you're an office specialist or an industrial specialist. Now you can't say I'm a office and industrial specialist, but then you have to qualify in both of those categories separately. Uh, so it's not the easiest thing to do. And, and, you know, in most cases, people are specializing in, uh, in one or the other. Mm -hmm. If they're like, if you're in a small town, you might do everything. Um, you know, we specialize not in office or industrial, but we specialize in tenant, not landlord. So there's a lot of different ways that people can can specialize. Um, the other thing, um, oh, you just mentioned something else that made me think about uh, how they're specializing it. But um, oh, I know. Um, let's just say you have two people working a deal together. Then let's just say there's a hundred thousand dollar commission, but they were sharing that, uh, splitting that deal, or allocating that deal 50-50. Each of those people only get credited for fifty thousand dollars of that deal. Now that's the gross amount allocated to each, and then they have their own splits with the house. So these are gross com commissions allocated to each agent, not the amount that they actually earn uh, after the splits with their respective companies. Still, it, I mean, just putting the numbers together is a lot of work. It's yeah, it was. They're, they're really wanting to qualify and have this be a, a special echelon of um, service representatives. Well, and the reason for that really is that, you know, the SIR designation probably doesn't mean a whole lot to anybody that's not in the real estate business. So clients, for the most part, don't mm -hmm. know what it is, don't care, uh, unless it's a commercial real estate, I mean, a, a corporate real estate um, executive in mm -hmm. a company, uh, you know, like we have a, a few clients that would know what it is and why it's significant, but most of our clients wouldn't. So the SIR really is important for um, referrals and working within the industry. So if I'm needing to do a deal with somebody in, you know, Detroit or Seattle, um, I'm going to look in the SIOR directory and find somebody who is a specialist in what my client needs in that market. But I don't have to vet them mm -hmm. in the same way I would if they weren't an SIOR because I know SIOR is already right done that for me. And so that, you're you know, reading I, my, you're reading my questions in advance oh, other I, than, 
Yeah, well, other than the referral system, which is awesome, what else do you hope to accomplish by having this designation? Uh, well, definitely referrals. That's yeah. that's certainly something. Inbound referrals is what I, I'm excited about. In fact, we're the I'm the only. Uh, well, there are only three SIRs in Plano, Texas, which Plano is a 300,000 person um, suburb of Dallas. Uh, we obviously work all of Dallas and, and in many cases throughout the, the state or the country, but uh, most of our business is in Dallas-Fort Worth. But in the Plano suburb specifically, there's only three SIORs and two of those are developer landlord people. So I'm the only tenant rep, uh, exclusive tenant rep uh, in Plano. So hopefully when, so when somebody um, is saying, hey, I have a client who needs help in Plano, uh, I'll be the obvious person that they'll call, but hopefully it'll go beyond that. It'll include Dallas-Fort Worth uh, overall. Sure. But there are several other uh, tenant rep um, SIORs in Dallas-Fort Worth as well that have been members longer than I have. Uh, so referrals is certainly one thing. The second thing is whenever we have a client that has a need somewhere else, uh, I want to know who I can partner with to, uh, and this is not just in DFW or in uh, in the U.S., by the way, there are about 35, 3,600 SIORs worldwide. And so one of our good friends, Nick um, McCalmet Woods, who's been a guest on this show, uh, he has an SIOR designation. And, um, and so there are other people around the world. So they do two conferences a year in the US, and then one every other year, uh, typically in Europe. And uh, so hopefully the next one of those, which I understand is in Berlin in 2024, uh, we can go uh, attend that one as well. So there was just one here in Dallas in October. There was. It was. Did actually, you attend that? <laughs> it was just two weeks ago, and yes, I did. In fact, that's I was busting my tail to try and get the um, the designation prior to that event because I. Then this may sound silly to some people, but I did not want my name tag to say Bob Gibbons. I wanted <laughs> it to say Bob Gibbons, comma S I O R, comma C C I M because I knew that that would be significant to the people that were there. And you didn't have to have an SIOR to attend. In fact, we have a friend who came up from Austin that, that went to it, but there were certain things you couldn't do or participate in if you didn't have the designation. So I wanted that designation. No limbo dancing if you don't have the <laughs> SIOR. <laughs> yeah. And um, so anyway, I, I wanted to have that. And in fact, I got it on October 1st, and the uh, the conference started October 19. So I was walking around talking to people. And of course, a lot of times people would ask you, so how long have you been an SIOR? And I would ask that to people and they'd say, oh, you know, four years, 10 years, 40 years. And uh, they'd add, then they'd turn and ask me and I'd like 19 days. 30 minutes. <laughs> but little did they know that's the story of your life. It's always just in under the wire, but you get it done. That's the important thing. Okay, so... Where was it held? What was it like? How many people oh. came? What did you do? So there were around 1,200 people. It was the third. Uh, now, wait a I, minute. You said there's 3,500 globally and 1,200 people showed. You had more than a third show up in Big D. Right. That, that's amazing. That is. But it also tells you how significant the, uh, the, the SIOR community is and how important it is. And this is this was the second one this year. The previous one, I believe, was in Phoenix uh, in April, and I did not go to that one. This was my first time going. So um, it was awesome. I was really impressed by how well it was um, organized, how many, uh, what kind of variety they have. 
Um, you know, the first day I did a bus to bus tour, they had a bus tour for industrial one for office. I went on the one for office. Um, they had, um, committee member committee meetings throughout the day for all the different sort of subcommittees of SOR. So you have the office specialty group, you have the industrial specialty group, you have the tenant rep group, you have the independent broker group, you have a veterans group. I mean, there's all these different independent or, uh, individual, uh, subcommittees, subgroups within, uh, the organization. So I went to, uh, the independent broker, tenant rep, and office specialist uh, committee meetings that day. Then there was a dinner that night that I was invited to for about 24 uh, uh, tenant reps from around the country. And, and I knew, I think I knew almost all of them from the Dallas uh, area. I think there were four of us from Dallas that were in the room. The rest of them were from other places. I knew people from, I think, three or four other cities that were in there, but about half the people I didn't know, maybe probably more than half. Uh, so that was really cool. The next day, it was a lot of, you know, your typical conference. You have speakers, you have breakout sessions. Um, and I, that was what they had on Thursday and Friday. Saturday, there was a um, a single session with a uh, um, real estate um, economist, but I've heard him speak many times, so I didn't go to that. But uh, probably one of the highlights for me was that uh, they interviewed Roger Staubach. And uh, not only was he a Super Bowl winning Dallas Cowboy quarterback from the 60s and 70s number 12 numero uh, doce <laughs> to think about that for a minute <laughs> i hope i got it right stick with your uh, native tongue sir <laughs> anyway so um he spoke and you know not only was he that quarterback but he also started one of the biggest or probably the biggest tenant rep only firm nationally in the u.s uh, which unfortunately he sold to jll which is a full service company. So now they're no longer purely tenant rep. So I got up and asked him a question and he threw me a football, which I caught. Uh, that would have been embarrassing had I not, but he actually threw about five or six footballs to people that asked him questions. And he was right on the money. The man, the man is 80 years old. That's amazing. And he just stands up and fires that perfect spiral right on the money, right on the numbers. It was incredible, I love that. incredible to watch. So that was my second uh, Roger Staubach signed football. So that was kind of fun. So tell me of the entire conference, because you really packed in a lot. Oh, man. What, what was your favorite thing? Name one thing. Uh, networking. Honestly, I mean, there were so many people that I met from India, Ireland, um, Tokyo. Um, I mean, other places I'm, I'm uh, Toronto. Um, and all over the U.S. So uh, just meeting all these people, uh, probably the most uh, visually interesting thing was they uh, had an outdoor um, happy hour. This was at the Omni Hotel downtown Dallas next to the convention center and everything occurred in the hotel. But uh, one night they had an outdoor um, um, party, happy hour, whatever. They had food, they had drinks, they had a, a giant longhorn steer that you could sit on and get. It was Bevo, wasn't it? I don't, I don't think it was Bevo, but okay. for those that don't know who Bevo is, it's the mascot of the tech uh, university of Texas Longhorns, um, school football team. I, well, I think it's for the school. So it goes beyond just the football okay. team. I think it's for all their teams, but in any case, um, and then they also had a band and, uh, and it was just a lot of fun milling around outside. It was perfect weather. Um, so that was really probably one of the highlights, but you know, there were so many because it was just, it was interesting to talk to people about what they're, what they do, how they do it. Cause you know, I mean, I went there and I was really humbled because 
yeah, I got the designation. So that makes you feel good, but you get there and then you're like, you're just a peon among all these people that have done such great things. And, and many of them at a much, much younger age than, than I am. Um, not that it, age really matters that much, but I never even thought to get the SIR designation prior to earlier this year. So, but the thing I think that is so great is it is the cream of the crop. And so everyone you're meeting is someone who has traveled a road that wasn't easy to get there. Right. And everyone did it because they really wanted it and they realized the value of it. So to me, to get to network with that caliber of person and grow your network exponentially by that type of person, just it's awesome. Well, I mean, you hear the the story of um, you are, you become the five people you hang around the most. And, and the books you read. And the books you read. And, and five so, years from now, the only thing that's different from who you are today to who you are in five years are the people you meet and the books you read. And I just met a and the food you of, eat and the drinks you drink. Oh, wait, I just met a lot me. of people I want to hang out with and I want to learn from mm -hmm. and I want to do business with. So I think it's great. And and really, the other thing I would say is the SOR, SIOR um, employees that run the organization uh, who are not brokers uh, were very impressive as well. They they know what they're doing and um, they do a great job at it. Well, all the pictures you sent back that I was getting ready for, you know, the press. I just, I know I have a fraction of an idea of how much work that took. And it sounded like I never heard you say anything about, oh, speaker system wasn't working and the food was late here and this was cold and that was hot. It sounded like everything was top of the line and just ran smoothly. And you were also blessed by Mother Nature. I mean, it, yeah. October in Texas is nice. It wasn't windy. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. It wasn't rainy. It was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, the only thing they did wrong was they served Brussels sprouts one day. <laughs> the vegetarian that doesn't like vegetables. <laughs> this brought to you by Centrum Silver. <laughs> so to wrap it up, how long has SIR, SIOR been around? How did it come into existence? And well, is it something you'd recommend to others? Well, yeah, if you can get in it, get in it uh, as soon as you can, uh, I, without a doubt. Um, it's been around since the 40s. I, I don't remember if it was 1941 or 45 or 47. It's something like that. Um, and it actually started off for industrial, ind um, independent industrial brokers specifically who were trying to compete and, and you know do better. So it was SIR for a long time. And then I don't, I don't know what year it was they added the O, mm. uh, which was the office component. But, uh, but anyway, it's been around. So some of the people that were there at the conference have been SIORs for 50 years or more. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Happy to do it. Thank you for listening. And just a reminder to send in questions to see if we can stump Bob. Not going to happen. We really appreciate your taking the time to tune into this episode. We would love it if you would give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you are on our YouTube channel, we would love to read your feedback in the comment section. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified when we publish new episodes. Thanks, and see you next time. Bye.